Variety Bang, the podcast where each and every episode is fun and unique, and we bang them out in 15 minutes or less, so you have plenty of time to listen. There's no excuse. All right, this is episode four. This is going to be about a subject I like to consider myself fairly versed on, that is retro games. I have been playing video games since I was five years old. My grandparents, uh, who lived across uh, from us on the farm, if you remember episode one. Oh, no, I'm sorry. That was, ep- yeah, that was episode one, metal detecting, yeah. They bought us an Atari 2600 in 1980, and back then, them things were like 100 I'm sorry, they were like $250. That's a lot of damn money, but bought it for our family, and uh, my brother, older brother, he played a little bit. My mom played it a little bit. Really, I'm the one who really sank his teeth into it, and in fact, I loved the Atari so much and retro games so much that the very first tattoo I ever got at like 33, 34 years old was the Atari symbol on my right arm, and it's still there because it's a tattoo, and you can't take it off. Uh, that's where I get my background from. I just think retro games are the best. It brings in a big sense of nostalgia to actually play some of these games you grew up with and to go back to them. And even if they're a little cheesy or simplistic in their execution, you realize back then how much they really, really meant to you. It was something. It was a magical. It was magical. I think kids these days are too spoiled with all these crazy systems. But that is, uh, that's, we'll talk about that in a few. So let's go into some different parts. Let's start with part one. Basically, background of video games. I already told you, I've uh, been playing video games pretty much solid since I was five years old. As of right now, the only system I have is a Nintendo Switch, which I use to play Animal Crossing, more casual games. And uh, I have recently been playing something called The Last Remnant uh, from Square. I believe it's an old PlayStation 3 game. Uh, it's pretty cool. It's an RPG, but it's still retro compared to today. So I'm definitely like, you know, I live in the past a little bit when it comes to my video games. And uh, some of my favorite video games, they span all the different consoles. I mean, Atari 2600, obviously Pitfall, Choplifter, um, Combat, of course, is always fun. Adventure. Literally, the game Adventure, in my opinion, was the very first console RPG. And I, to this day, still think about getting, uh, for another tattoo, um, getting an arcade, uh, not an arcade, but an Adventure Dragon tattooed on maybe my left arm. Because uh, it was just badass. I loved that game Adventure. I would play that all the time. Of course, there's Breakout and Super Breakout, Kaboom. Uh, there's, there's more games than, oh, um, uh, Keystone Capers. Oh, I loved Keystone Capers. I was playing that the other night because I'm just, you know, I got some retro games here, and I'm sitting there just like, oh, Keystone Capers. And you know what? The charm hasn't changed. That is still a damn good game, a lot of fun. That's back when games were simple, and they were fun, and you didn't really have to think. You just played, and it was very relaxing it took you uh took you away from your current situation and your current worries and your current thoughts and, and put you somewhere else because you just played you know there was no these days i play some some recent games that are just get so damn frustrating it's like i don't even want to play it's more frustrating to play games these days than real life is and, and i play games to escape frustration i don't play them to get more frustrated so some of my favorite video game characters obviously pitfall harry pac-man i love pac-man trying to think of just the dragon i can't the dragons and adventure i know i know adventure i'm back on adventure i really love that game uh the dragons and adventure but that also you know there's also other course mario and luigi and zelda and uh, i should should actually say link and zelda zelda is okay samus 
Um, now I'm going to Nintendo, but uh, even stepping back a sec to what I'll just talk about, like uh, some of my favorite video games, like on, on consoles, I mean Contra, you know, the, any Mario Brother game, really uh, some of the quirky RPGs like um, Kingdom uh, Kingdom Hearts and um, was, was, of course, fantastic. There's just so many different games and so many different characters that just really stand out. I think if I had to identify with any character, it would probably be Mario because he always seems like he's struggling with something. Actually, it might be Luigi because Luigi's always feels like he's second place. Sometimes, you know, I feel like I'm second place, and uh, that's just uh, that's just life getting you know can get to you sometimes. So, but I really I really enjoy all the characters. Um, there's really none that I I didn't enjoy, but you know, some stick out in my head more like the ones I just mentioned. There's other ones where I'm done with this podcast. Uh, there's going to be ones I'm like, oh, I wish I had said this or that. And, and, you know, that's life. You know, this podcast, you know, uh, I do very free form. I don't really have anything written down but a few points, bullet points. So um, the next bullet point, a uh, good segue, uh, favorite consoles. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Starting off, the Atari 2600 will always have a special place in my heart because the first game console I ever played. But I think the Atari 7800 was far superior to that. I love the 7800. Also, the Dreamcast. The Sega Dreamcast was, uh, I got that on day one when it came out. That was that was a fantastic console. I really, really wish Sega had stuck with that console a little more because uh, you look back at the, you know, when the other game systems launched a year later, they weren't that much more advanced, really, than the Dreamcast. I think if Sega had hung in there, they might still be a console developer, and we'd actually have, you know, four powerhouses instead of three. So the Dreamcast is one of my favorite. Now, like the GameCube, not really. Never a big fan. There's a couple games I liked for the GameCube. Actually, the GameCube is where I very very first place I played um, God Super Smash Brothers, and a Nintendo 64 is the very first time I ever played uh, Mario Kart, and that was of course my favorite track is the Star Road. As crazy as that sounds, I love that track. Uh, but they were neither of those were really my favorite. I think the Super Nintendo is probably my favorite Nintendo console, and uh, PlayStation Two was my favorite PlayStation console because they have some very rare and unique titles. Uh, a lot of stuff by Nippon Ichi. I believe I'm probably butchering that, but they had a lot of unique RPGs and like um, this Gaia and uh, things like that on it that just, you know, at the time blew my mind because the humor was over the top. And I'm like, oh, my God, I love these games. So, yeah, I think the PlayStation 2 and uh, when it comes to Xbox, I owned the Xbox 360. It kept getting the red ring of death. So I, I really never liked it because every four or five months I was sending it in. And then I got the uh, Xbox One and really didn't have anything that great for it. So I'm not an Xbox guy. I'm I'm a Nintendo PlayStation guy. I'm not an Xbox guy. But, um, you know, I, I respect Xbox, obviously. I respect Microsoft and Xbox for what they've done. Just not my style. I'm going to tell you one of the things I miss. Maybe you do, too. I miss couch multiplayer. These days, you know, you see these kids and or, or adults. I say kids. Adults, too. You can see these people in general. And they're sitting here. And they're talking away on the Internet to each other and just cussing and swearing or even if they're not they're just it feels like these days people are very disconnected from you know from the video games and stuff and and, and just it's not the same as when you'd invite your friend over and if you want to play street fighter 2 sit next to me and we're gonna beat the crap out of each other that's that's back in the day or one of my favorite memories me and my buddy jason would sit here and we played the sega genesis shadow run which is a fantastic game Oh my god, so good! Anyway, we played that, and uh, we did a beat, we beat it, or came close to beating it together because we had to tag team it. And like, I'd take a nap, or I'd be tired, and he'd play, and that that was how things were back in the day. That's how your friends, that's what you how you rolled with your friends. You grabbed a bunch of Mountain Dew, a bunch of crap food, and you stay up till seven o'clock in the morning, play video games, go to sleep, wake up at one, and start again. It was good times, man. Those were those were good times. 
I think in a lot of ways, technology, and I'm sure you know some people will at least agree that in a lot of ways, technology has really ruined us because I feel like it's taken the personal element out of it. If you, if I, so I hear the way some of these people talk trash to each other and they like get really angry about it over the headset. If I did that with my friends on the couch, they would whoop my butt. So I'm just saying, you know, something to think about. You can't talk big when you're sitting right next to the guy you're trying to, you know, you're trying to talk crap about. It's really tough unless you're a really good, big, strong guy. And even then they could just grab something, hit you with it. Uh, so that's part one. And I'll, you know, part two is going to be, you know, simple to, as well. A nice little segue here. Modern games. How do I feel about modern games? I think they suck. I've tried playing some of the Call of Duties. I did like Call of Duty Black Ops 1 and 2. Uh, full disclosure. I did like those. I think that's because we actually had a good player base. We played with at the time. We had a lot of friends. It's all everybody you work with. We were playing. We had like teams of my five friends versus my other five friends or whatever. And it was just it was a lot of fun. But I like that. But I was never. Good. I'm not good at these really twitch reflex. You know, quick crazy games. Uh, I'm, I see my friends. One of them. He he he's just he just goes and throws grenades and he kill. He, and he's not. He's good. He's pretty good. I mean, he's never on the bottom of the leaderboards. And I'm. I always am. I'm like, if I get one kill, I'm looking. It's luck. It's like I sneak up behind somebody. They're not looking, and I shoot them. And I oh, I got a kill, and then I die twenty more times. And I'm I'm just not good at these games. And I don't think I ever have been. You know, by the time I was exposed to these 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 multi online multiplayer games, I was really already in my thirties. I think by then, you know, your 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 reflexes are starting to dull a little bit. And maybe when I was a kid, maybe maybe I would have been better. But um, I just I I also don't enjoy them. They're not fun. It's it's not fun for me to kill other people. It's more fun for me uh, to find a heart container and level up, or or to save the princess than to just kill random people. I don't know. That's just me. That's just how I feel about it. And as far as the uh, the future of video games, this is a good one. Now I'm no um psychic. I can't look in the future. I'm going to say that my personal opinion, I have not seen a lot of graphical upgrades since the PlayStation 3. Yes, they have been some, but you look at the PlayStation 1 to the PlayStation 2, it was a jump. It was an amazing jump. And people, you know, and it seems like recently we started to stagnate and the graphics aren't really getting that much over the top better. Uh, so you really need to start getting more creative. And that is the problem with modern games. They're all basically about shooting and killing each other. When games when I was growing up, you know, you know, you had you know, any Final Fantasy game, you know, that you had, you know, you it was it was just more creative. You had these more of an imagination, you know, and Secret of Mana. That was a great game. God, I keep going back to these games. You know, all the pretty much any Super Nintendo RPG, Earthbound. Oh my God, play Earthbound if you haven't played any way you can. It is fantastic. Games like that that had creation, they had a soul. They had they made you feel good. They made you feel accomplished when you beat them so much more that you want to play them again a lot of times. And uh, it's it's just um, oh uh, Chrono Trigger, another good one. So you know there's there's like I said a lot of good. A lot of good games out there, man. The, the, the games these days don't have a soul. They're soulless, and they're put out there to make money. Yes, back in the day, games were made to make money. Of course, you want to make money. You work hard on something, but, but you know there, there was a passion behind it, where now it's just a product that you produce every once a year. You put out something that you call a AAA title, and you know, yeah, it might be popular for you know six months because it's the, the newest shooter out there, and then once everybody unlocks everything and everybody kills each other and everybody gets tired of it, they got to find another shooter, where there's still people going back these days and playing these retro games like me. Because I would rather play the retro games and I'd rather go over something over and over and over again because every time I do, I swear to God, I find something different. And every time it's just as enjoyable, if not more so than the first time I beat it. So that being said, 
This was episode four. I hope you enjoyed it. I got the spooky sessions coming up soon. I'm looking forward to those. I got some uh, good stories we're going to talk about here real soon. If you can just hang with me. I'm still new to this podcasting thing, so it's just a matter of me trying to uh, get my ducks in a row, so to speak. I got to get a little more equipment, keep things simple because you know, I'm a man of humble means. But um, yeah, spooky sessions are coming. So if, if you want to find me, look for me on Instagram and Facebook. Just look for Variety Bang. That's who I am. And uh, my email is varietybang at yahoo.com. Again, that is varietybang at yahoo.com. Please drop me a message. Let me know how things are. Uh, appreciate it very much. And uh, thank you for your patronage. And talk to you soon. Bye-bye.